Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn, CEO and founder of Dr. Dawn Shop Talk. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you might notice a different background today. That's because I'm filming today's episode in sort of the seating area of my office. I thought you might like to see that instead of me behind the desk all the time. So if you are enjoying the different aesthetic, be sure to give us a thumbs up if you're watching us on YouTube. So you guys, today's episode is one of my favorites. Now, I know I say that probably about all the episodes, (laughs) but this one really is. I think one of the reasons it's near and dear to my heart is because, as I mentioned in last week's episode, I've had the privilege of conducting many, many interviews over my 14, 15 years in management, hundreds at least. And Making the best first impression in the interview is obviously important, but once you get the job, how awesome would it be if you can make sure that you're making the best first impression on your very first day? So that is the title to today's episode, and if you are listening to us today, I know this topic is important to you as well. Either you have just been hired for a new job, maybe at a new company, Or perhaps this is your first dip into the workforce. You know, maybe you've just graduated from college and you're listening to this. Or perhaps you have been with your company for a little bit and this is a new position. Some of you might be moving into supervision for the first time and working in management. That can be so stressful. Oh my goodness. I remember my first year in management. I was really excited for the opportunity and I felt very prepared for it, but it really is a different experience kind of living through that first year or two. So if you're interested in any workshops, by the way, on leadership, be sure to reach out to me. It's something I specialize in. My heart really is in leadership. I think it can make all the difference to a company. And I'm not just talking about the supervisors themselves. I think it's important to have leadership in every part of your organization so that employees across all departments feel like they're empowered to do their best and really help affect the company's bottom line. So be sure to go to our website for some options about that if you're interested. Now, before we dive deep into today's topic, this is usually about the time of the show where I love to thank those of you that have given us a rating and a review. Getting those five-star ratings and those awesome reviews really does help kind of push our platform out there to more amazing career professionals, just like you, of course, because I already know you're an incredible career professional if you're listening to my podcast. (laughs) Okay, I might be a little biased, but you get the drift. In any case, we really do appreciate your support. And if you are watching us on YouTube, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. We would really appreciate it. Okay, are you ready to take a deep dive and look at six easy ways that you can make your best first impression on the first day? Well, your career coach, Dr. Dawn, she's got you today in today's episode. So let's get started. Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired 
inspired and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Right, you guys, as I said in the intro, today's episode is so important, especially for those of you that are facing a career change. If you're embarking on this brand new chapter, today's episode is going to be perfect for you because I want to share six easy ways that you can make your very best first impression on that new job. And it always does start with you. So let's talk about that today. All right. First and foremost, I want you to remember that punctuality is key. You know, everybody talks about not being late for the interview, of course, right? (laughs) That's definitely going to be a red flag if you can't even get to the interview on time. And I think most people would agree that getting to the office on time, especially on that first day, would be equally important. But one of the reasons that it actually is, is because that already is showing not only your leadership, but your entire department, how committed you are to making that best first impression. When it comes to starting in a brand new position, Okay, let's say that this is truly a new job. You've not worked for the company at all in any other way. Well, the day that you show up on that first day is really the beginning of you building your brand. You know, I talk about that a lot on my YouTube channel because building your personal and professional brand really can make a difference in your career. When I'm working one-on-one with coaching clients, we're always talking about that. As the saying goes, your brand really is what people say about you when you leave the room. So what are they saying about you? Are they saying that, oh my gosh, that girl's going to be late to her own wedding one day, that kind of thing, (laughs) or her own funeral, right? (laughs) If you're hearing that, then definitely punctuality is something you're going to need to work on. Another reason that punctuality is so important is that most people are going to not only see that as your commitment to the job or your lack of commitment, perhaps if you're late, but it also is very closely tied to your respect, not only of the position, but also of your colleagues. So with all that being said, follow this one rule. I think it actually comes from the military mindset, but those of you who've been in career tech education, this is also a very strong tenant of career groups like Skills USA, all of which follow this very important rule, and I promise you it works. And that is this. If you're not 10 minutes early, you're already late. And just to give yourself a little buffer on time, I suggest closer to 15 to 20 minutes. Now, you don't want to necessarily walk in there 20 or 30 minutes ahead of time. That might show over eagerness or anxiety, right? You kind of have to find that sweet spot between being respectful and being punctual 
versus looking like you're trying too hard. And, you know, that can sometimes be a challenge. How do you find that sweet spot? You know, that's really key. But if you at least aim for 15 to 20 minutes getting there early, then when you get there, if you got a couple of minutes to spare, you know, go ahead and finish getting ready in the car, perhaps. For example, if I arrive very early to an appointment or an important meeting, and I oftentimes actually will go check out the space the day before, I make that a priority. For example, I just got back from some ribbon cutting ceremonies. I'm a very active member in my local chamber of commerce. And most of the time, I'm not familiar with where those businesses are located. And since we normally go to these ribbon cuttings on Tuesdays, then on Monday afternoon, I grab an iced coffee. I make it fun for myself. I'm listening to a book on tape and I go check out the location. I advise my clients to do the very same thing, especially in anticipation of either the interview or the first day on the job. Why? Because you guys, you're already stressed out about getting there. The last thing you want is to try to figure out where you're supposed to park, where is the actual office within the building, what floor is it on, what elevators do you take. You can even, if you're really smart about it, (laughs) go ahead and go inside side, talk to the folks at the front desk, let them know that you're starting the next day and wanted to kind of get the lay of the land. By doing that, it really shows your initiative. And then, you know, the front desk people are going to be kind of impressed with that too. They're going to welcome you. And the front desk is going to probably tell you where to temporarily park because there's probably parking passes or stickers involved, something to show that you work for the company, right? So you want to know where are you supposed to park before you go through your human resources training, you know, before you go through your onboarding process. So you can get all that taken care of the day before. Also, aiming to get someplace 15 to 20 minutes early is so important because you don't want to have to deal with any unexpected delays. So if you give yourself a buffer, that's definitely going to, again, show your respect, show your organization, and definitely demonstrates your eagerness to get the job done and to get things started off on the right foot. Now, if you need help with punctuality, you guys, I have a whole chapter about that in the book and tons of free resources for you, by the way, on our website at drdawnshoptalk.com. I also have some YouTube videos and every time I have a video or a previous podcast episode, I think will help. I'm going to include that in the show notes. If you're watching us on YouTube, just click on that more button to find it. And if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, Then again, just click on those show notes, scroll down, and you can find all of those links to the resources you need. All right, moving on to our second tip of today's episode. Tip number two is dress the part. That's right, ladies. It is important for you to dress the part. And what I mean by that is you want to typically dress a step above the position that you're in. So what I mean by that is this. If you're in a more casual office setting, where, you know, perhaps even jeans are okay. A lot of office settings, maybe you wear jeans on Fridays, you know, casual Friday. 
right? Regardless, you want to dress at least a step above that. You don't want to be overly dressed because again, that's going to actually show a lack of confidence and a lack of understanding of your job position. But if you dress at least one step above, that's going to again show that professionalism and really make you stand out. So if people typically in your office dress in say slacks and a very casual button down shirt, you might want to pair a jacket with that or perhaps maybe elevate your jewelry, um, perhaps elevate your shoes, your bag, something like that for the ladies out there. You know, accessories are important. <laughs> or is that just me? It could be just me. But you really do want to make sure that you're dressing in a way that's classic, a way that's elegant, without being too stuffy and without looking like you're trying to go for the boss's job. (laughs) Now, listen, there's time for that later on, right? You want to pay your dues. You want to learn everything you can about the company and make people feel comfortable in your presence. And definitely when you're the new kid in town, understanding what's appropriate for the workplace is really crucial. And if you're unsure about the dress code, you guys, there are wonderful people in human resources. You can reach out to them ahead of time and ask them about the dress code. And if you do that, you're going to be showing that you're not only ahead of the game, but you're going to be showing you're bringing your A game to the office. That is so important. So make sure that you're doing that. If you err on one side or the other, by the way, yes, you don't want to be overdressed you know, as a rule, but if you have to make a mistake in one direction or the other, it is better to be a little overdressed than underdressed. So definitely think about that. Your attire, regardless of what you choose to wear, should always reflect the company's culture and values. And when you do that well, you are showing them that you are a great fit for that organization. Now, if you're interested in me doing a video about how to dress the part, maybe some ideas on YouTube where I could show you some kind of classic outfits that I would typically wear depending on the job at hand, I'm happy to put that together for you. Just go ahead and comment below and let me know and I can get started on that for you right away. I not only am a little partial to fashion, love everything about fashion. I actually worked in the retail industry for a couple years and loved it, but I think it's a lost art. I really do, especially for my career women out there. You know, if you love to dress up, then I'm speaking your language. Now, if you don't, (laughs) that's okay too. I have a best girlfriend who would just, you know, rather have like, torture. I mean, in fact, forget rather have torture. It is torture for her to wear high heels and she's not a big fan of dressing up at all. But I'll tell you what, she is always well put together. She always looks elegant, even though she's more casual than your girl here. (laughs) And when we go out on our dinner dates and things like that for a girl's night out, it's so funny. I'm always much more dressed up than she is. Well, But again, she's so stylish. I don't know if you can really tell, but you know what? We've been friends. I'm going to date myself here. Sorry, Susie. We've been friends for over 40 years. And you know what? We both respect the other's preference for how we dress. 
However, she's in a business setting. So again, she knows that she's going to need to dress up more, perhaps on some occasions and not others. And that's really what I'm talking about. All right, moving on to tip number three, be enthusiastic and approachable. Approach your first day with a positive attitude and definitely have a friendly demeanor. A smile goes a long way. And also make sure that you're making great eye contact and don't be shy about introducing yourself to your new colleagues. Let me tell you, everybody knows what it's like to experience that first day, especially if you're brand new to the company. It's a little easier, isn't it? If you've already been there for a while and you're just trying a different position within the company, that's a whole other different ball of wax. But if you're brand new, yeah, it can be nerve wracking. It sure can. So don't worry about that. We've all been in your shoes, and I find that 99% of the time, you're going to be welcomed with open arms. People are always happy to welcome a new kid in town, right? They really are. Now, you cannot get away from... Those negative folks out there, it's just going to happen. In fact, I've got episodes about how to deal with negative coworkers and colleagues. And even if the boss ends up being negative or, God forbid, a perfectionist, that's even worse. I'll be sure to include those episodes and those links in the show notes. So check those out. Another great aspect of being really enthusiastic and approachable is it sets the stage for building that positive relationship and it's already going to start people thinking about you in a positive light. That's going to just contribute to that very important personal and professional brand we talked about earlier. Let's go on to tip number four. Tip number four is all about active listening. So let's talk about what I mean when I say active listening. It's really a matter of paying close attention, especially during important meetings or training sessions. Think about the onboarding you're going to be going through as a new employee. So it's really important to have that active listening. And usually that involves you not just sitting there on mute, okay? I mean, we don't want you to interrupt the presenter or the trainer a million times. However, when you're receiving those very important instructions, you want to make sure that you're doing a couple of things. And asking clarifying questions is definitely one of those. You also want to make sure that you're taking notes. You know, there's so much to think about and so much information to take in on that very first day that taking good notes is a great tip. Also, when you take notes and you ask those clarifying questions, guess what else that does? That shows everybody that you are genuinely engaged. And that means a lot. Active listening not only helps you absorb all that important information, but it's definitely going to demonstrate your commitment, not just to the job, but it's also going to show your commitment to your own professional growth and learning about the company. All right, are you ready to move on to tip number five? It's all about being prepared. 
What I mean by that is I want you to bring any necessary documentation. Don't leave anything at home. Go ahead and double check with HR, even if it's the week before, to make sure you've got the proper identification, materials, and important documents that you know HR is going to need so that they can put a file together for their department as well as for your supervisor. If you do that again, it's going to take your level of professionalism up a notch. And listen, HR... You want to make good friends with human resources, okay? They are so important to an organization. They're the ones that are not only in charge of everything as insignificant as, oh, I don't know, your paycheck and retirement. (laughs) Of course, I'm being facetious on that, okay? But they're also the ones who are going to help you with any issues you might have with your vacation time or insurance plans, all the important paperwork that you have to fill out, compliance standards, all those things that you need to know in order to not just bring that A game to the office, but to make sure that you're doing exactly what you need to do. So make sure that you review any information ahead of time if you can. And if you can review that information and all those materials before your first day, that's even better. That way, when you come to work on that first day, you're coming from a position of knowledge and information. And oftentimes, when you are given the position and offered that job, you know, HR is going to send a lot of that information ahead of time anyway. So do your best to get it all filled out and to bring all that necessary documentation. When you do, that really shows that you value your brand new role in the organization and that you're ready to hit the ground running. All right, a bonus tip today. You know, I normally give you five tips. Let's go for six because it's that important. And our sixth tip is to show initiative. This is such an important tip because it's a subtle way to help you really stand out from the rest. When you show initiative and you're not waiting around for a task to be assigned to you and you're just proactive and you just seek out opportunities to contribute wherever you can, That immediately sets you apart in terms of your professional brand. Again, you want to be seen as a go-getter, as a contributing member of the team. Within the first couple of weeks, you want people to feel like, oh my gosh, Dawn's only been here three weeks. It seems like she's always been a part of the team. That's what you want. Okay. You don't want them to think it's been forever since you've been there in a bad way. I mean, in the best way possible. When they see that you are just looking for areas to help out, you're going to be seen as not only a team player, but you're going to be seen as someone who's innovative, creative, that you really are just a dynamo and that you can help that organization move forward in the best way possible. And here's something else I want you to keep in mind. Think of the philosophy, giver's gain. Giver's gain is actually a core value of a networking group that I've talked about before, BNI or Business Networking International. And the reason it is, is because there is a philosophy about getting back what you give, in many cases, 10 times fold. So in other words, when you're done early with a task, Go ahead and volunteer to help out a colleague. When you see someone else struggling, when you're willing to help, 
you would not believe not only how well that makes you, again, seem a seamless part of the team and how well that comes across, but people appreciate authenticity and they appreciate when you're willing to chip in without having to always be asked. And let me tell you, when the chips are down and you're that person at the office that's always willing to help, when you're really struggling in finishing a task and you're overwhelmed, those same colleagues are going to be there for you. I promise they will. Now, of course, you're always going to have those knuckleheads who don't appreciate (laughs) and they don't return the favor. But I promise you, I've been in the business a long time and luckily, That's few and far between. So don't let those few people spoil the rest of those opportunities, okay? Don't let those bad apples spoil the bunch. Instead, you go ahead and contribute as often as you can. Always offer, by the way, did you notice I said offer to help? I want you to offer that assistance because I don't want you to come across as if you're just taking over. Everybody has their pet projects, and those tasks that are really important to them. It makes you feel valued when you realize that you're able to offer a special skill set to the organization. So the last thing you want when you're building your brand, especially that first day, that first week, the first month, and the first year, you don't want your brand to be something about, oh, she's a know-it-all. Oh, he's so difficult. The minute you let him in, man, he's going to take over the whole project. People do not respect that. Do they want assistance? Absolutely. But definitely ask if your assistance would be helpful. Okay. Start with that approach and you would be surprised at how demonstrating that initiative on day one is going to set the tone for a wonderful and productive future in your new job. As we wrap up today's episode, just don't forget that making a remarkable first impression on your first day is definitely within your grasp. Now, don't forget, if you found this episode helpful, we would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Definitely share this with other fabulous career professionals just like you. And as you embark on these new opportunities in your career, always remember you've got potential to shine just as bright as you want to. You've got this. And last but not least, don't forget our motto here at Dr. Dawn Shop Talk, and it's this. If you're not having a fantastic day, you've got the power to make it one. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action but don't know where to start, just head over to drdawnshoptalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Dawn Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.